After months of speculation, the Ottawa Senators now have a new owner. From a studio northeast of Dwyer Hill, Ontario, welcome to Season 11, Episode 14 of the Sense Cops for Monday, June 19th, 2023. I'm Cardinal, Panic Knocker here as well. First of all, we owe you an apology. Three months is a bit longer than our usual interval between shows, but illness, travel, illness, again, travel, travel, travel again, it adds up after a while. We have a lot to talk about from team sale, player movement, the team future, Maybe even cover a little bit of what's going on in the rest of the NHL. We have a lot to cover. Boys, welcome home. Thanks. From which trip? <laughs> yeah, which trip are we talking about? <laughs> well, we've all been on one since our last Oh, we've been on two. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we went to Disney. Well, first off, it was COVID. That that didn't get in the way. It was right before. That may have messed yeah, up the recording. There were, yeah, so that messed up the recording So because you had COVID. Yep. And then we went to Florida. Then we both got strep throat. Yeah. Yep. Um, Disney was awesome, by the way. So I gathered. Yeah. So I gathered. You had fun. That's yeah. the important thing. Well, if you go to Disney and you don't have fun, something no. is seriously, no, seriously wrong. It, it was wrong. a lot. And you know what? After Kanaki's we get back, friggin' master class. Oh my god. <laughs> You're saying he's a Jedi? A bit. That too. And we didn't. We didn't get involved with the Jedi. After we got back, the news came out that they're closing the thing that we went to. So really, yeah. Yep. Apparently we. So it was we expect, screwed it so, up. So that it what's it's it called? Galactic Star, Star Cruiser. It's like this two day and a half, two night uh, Star Wars immersion experience. So think like not just hotel and staying there, but also like a full murder mystery that you get to play out with. And for okay. two days, yeah. Star Wars base, and they're closing it. They yeah, are. it's too ex- too expensive to run, and I can see why. And you can't get rebuy. It's very you can't rebuy it. You do it once, and okay. you're not going to go back. Well, you oh, okay. could, so, some but, did, did, but. It, you know, the like, story is the same. blue milk is amazing. I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> okay. Awful. Well. Yes. You, you know Boo Berry um, cereal? Yes. It tasted like that. Hmm. So after I finished my Boo Berry cereal, the but milk it's like, yeah, the I'm going to have, yeah. So? But concentrated, and that's what you're supposed to drink with your meal. Don't talk to Pan about blue oh, milk. Oh, triggered. <laughs> so triggered. <laughs> but yeah, okay. no, going to Disney with Canuck is just unbelievable. He's good at it? Yeah, just with the lightning lane. Well, Individual we had, lightning lane. We had two days to do all four parks. So for anyone who's been there. Game on. I was able to get him through all the majority of the rides. Wow, all, all the big ones. So you're a pro. Yeah, we didn't okay. we didn't do that like the kid rides, and I don't do roller coasters because I'm terrified. Right, but we didn't skip it's much. A dinosaur. Well, you did the Guardians ride and I Tron. Did. Those yeah, were... but those were especially tr- 
Guardians, well, Guardians is beautiful, number one. But it was also indoors. In the dark. So you can't tell how high you are. Right. Oh, okay. And Tron was mostly indoors. Yep. And I just panicked when we were outdoors. Well, as long as it works for you. A little panic's yeah, good. And the dinosaurs panic. Me, yeah. Okay, I see where you went there. Nice. Like PTSD from. And then last week we went to Vegas again. Yeah. Yeah, we again. saw the uh, we saw the cup win. Yeah. Bucket list item. Cool. So when the when the Stanley Cup schedule came out, we saw what it was and like, okay, I can't go to that game. I can't go to this game. And then pan yeah, had the same and thing two. and realized, what about game five? It's not on the weekend because weekend prices in Vegas are like five x. Really? Okay. Yeah. You can go weekday. This was a Tuesday night game. Yeah. We saw it and you know, I can make that work and we booked it and lo and behold, a couple of days after we booked it, all the prices started jacking up on hotels in Vegas for that day. But we didn't know if we we're gonna go because it looked like Vegas was gonna sweep. Yep. Was game uh, three an overtime win? Game three was an overtime win for Florida. That's right. That's That's only right. Game they won. Oh, yeah. And they didn't really deserve to win that game, but we were very happy they did. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how Florida ran the whole playoffs. Because what was going to happen is game four was a Saturday night and we were scheduled to fly out early Sunday morning. So, you know, watching the TV. Quadruple overtime. Do I I come pick you up or do we just go back to bed or what? Uh, Okay. Right. Well, you had fun while you were there. Yeah, we did. Yep. Cool. We did. Yep. Flight was delayed out of Florida when we were in Disney. So, oh no. We were legitimately walking out the door. Pretty much of the about hotel, to leave the hotel. Of the hotel room. And then I get the text message like, your flight's been bumped to tomorrow. It's like, oh, no. Drop pants, put on shorts. <laughs> Another day at Universal. You get, you get, in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, didn't this also happen? And then this also happened in Vegas. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, bonus like stay in Vegas. I was going to say the tables took advantage of us. It's the perfect, <laughs> it's the perfect excuse. I can't come home. My flight's delayed. I have to stay in this really fun place another day. Yeah, yeah. that's torture. Really. Meanwhile, everybody yeah. at home is like, "You're crying, wolf, 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 wolf." wolf. <laughs> you can you. you can check the airline website if you want. Yeah, go it's for like, it. Well, you had this one path to get home in time. In time, was <laughs> it? <laughs> Vegas, Edmonton, I'm into Toronto, Toronto, Ottawa. I think Winnipeg was, was in Winnipeg there. too. It's like, um, can we go the next day and said, sure, yay. I was going to say, that's a lot of time transferring. On, yeah. Yeah. Granted, then that flight, because we got, or the airport was having, I think it was a communications system issue. Mm-hmm. So they're like pretty much running things manually. It was bad. Um, So we got delayed there. So missed the connection in Calgary. Straight to sing Calgary overnight. Jeez. So you flew. It was long. So I you, missed two days. You flew Vegas, Calgary, Calgary, Ottawa. Ottawa? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not so bad. It's West. not so bad. It's It was with WestJet, that's why. And it was oh, just, huh. it was the best priced way to do yes. it. Yes. Sure. Did you go out that way as well? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was fine going. It's not the most direct geographically or time wise, but well, it was fine. Because two sides a, of the triangle are always longer than the one side of the triangle. Well, yeah. yes, but I seem to recall the last time you went, you went via Newark. Newark. Yeah, that's slightly worse. Yeah, that's. But Newark's not that far. It's it's, it's kind of it's like a longer straight flight. down and across. It's still yeah. a, not okay. the most direct. Chicago's the direct way. We also we also right. have the pods. So who cares? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that last time you got the luxury flight. So fair enough. Yes, fair enough. <laughs> Good. But so. apparently, uh, Swoop, no, not Swoop, Flair, Flair. Airlines is going to have a direct flight in the fall if they last. If that they long. last that long. <laughs> Fair. No, Sunwing got reabsorbed or rebranded got, back. 
Well, yeah, they're absorbing job. their flight. They're absorbing their aircraft, but yep. they're keeping vacations. I think they need vacations. it because it runs thin. Yeah. The WestJet runs their plans so thin. Well, There's zero margin of error. But Sunwing runs theirs anorexic. Like that's why you see. That's why in past yep. winters you've seen the cascade of problems when one aircraft fails. Yep, that's it. That it's was screwed your... because yep. they have absolutely no backup yep. plan. Yeah. Well, so we'll see how that goes. All right, enough vacation time. So many people are gonna be clapping on flights now. Could be worse. Yeah, Quebecers doing Sunwing. That's okay. Yeah. Clap away. I I had a great time when I the last time I flew WestJet was when I went to Mexico and they were awesome. They were great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Did you clap? I don't recall to be mm. honest. Slow clap it just in case. It's all right. right. So you want to talk some hockey now? Sure. We've only been at this a few minutes, so you know. You got some housekeeping there. Oh yeah, I do, don't I? We're a little rusty. Yeah. Rust is a weapon, though. Sure. Rust is a weapon <laughs> <laughs> for Could the be. opponent. Maybe I don't know. Uh, hang on. Sorry, I've managed to mess up my notes. I guess I should be able to do this by heart, but it's been a while. <sighs> Sorry. Um, podcast at sendscollops.com is the email address. Yes. Forums at sendscollops.com uh, are still there. Bingo cards not available at the moment because there's no games being played. I do apologize to the folks, the folks in the forum who have been very faithful for many years. Um, we've had a sudden influx of spammers in our forums, and I am trying to clean up the threads that they start as quickly as they start them. Um, so I appreciate the patience. Um, and I think one of the other members has been trying to clean them up as well because it's just been annoying. People starting threads, people starting threads, and it's all garbage. Hmm. So trying to keep them tidy, doing the best we can. Uh, and the Waiver Wire, uh, sponsored by Netphone Canada, is one 7367 or the easy way to remember it, one 844 There's no games. There's no games. <laughs> And that clip is from the Nico Sparks group. Please remind me, is he the ho- the Hollywood producer guy or LA producer? Yeah, he's he's a guy yes. that came out of nowhere. That's like, these are all the things that I do. So we should we should probably start there with the ownership stuff, right? Yes. Might as well. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by... Schaffenhofer. Schaffenhofer Grapefruit Rattlers. And Georgian Bay Tropical Smashes. Not a gin smash, but a tropical smash. Yeah, because aviation gin can go to hell. Jeez. Easy there. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Like, they're going to be offended by me. <laughs> no. Things happen. I don't, it's still a very good gin as far as I'm concerned. It's a very good cocktail gin. It's not gin I would drink straight or neat, but it's still a good cocktail gin. This is interesting. It is. So, well, should we... Uh, it's a little sweeter than the gin smashes, but... Yeah, it is. Should we yeah. jump on our inter- interview right here? Might as well. All right. Let's pull in Bruce Garriott. And once again, joining us from Post Media and TSN Intermissions, uh, the Ottawa Sun, the Ottawa Citizen. Do you do anything else, Bruce? No, I think that's about it. That's awesome. enough. That's like four paychecks, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah, Bruce Garriott joining us once again just to uh, talk to us about ownership and everything else going on. So. What was it like, Bruce, covering the uh, wonderful sale process of the Ottawa Senators over the last... What, nine months? Oh, yeah, I mean, it took a lot of twists and a lot of turns. And when it first started, I kind of had a thing in my calendar where I said every Monday morning, um, 
I'd make a phone call about the ownership, but I don't know, it just it became a daily thing where you had to look into it. You had to figure out what was going on. Um, you know, the the dates in this thing were always always a moving target, um, which made it troublesome. You know, they were supposed to open the data room on December 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some issues um, getting that data room open. I don't think it opened until sometime in, in late January. And I think the amount of interest uh, caused us to, uh, to go on a lot longer than I thought. And it also became very public. I think, you know, when you think about it, I don't think any sale process of any team has been covered the way this one was. And um, I'd like to think that I played a big role in that because um, I just, I made it, uh, I made it kind of my goal to um, to check on this story pretty much, you know, every day during the season. And um, though it dragged on a lot longer than I thought, uh, you know, I think that they got the result in the end that, you know, they got close to a billion dollars. So would I like to have seen Ryan Reynolds involved? Yeah, I would. I, I think that's a huge missed opportunity, but I think in the end, the NHL got the owner they wanted. Yep, very true. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that, really. But now, no, but, yep, go ahead. I mean, Reynolds walking away um, was, uh, I think that, that that was probably the point where um, then you just wanted to sell because enough became enough. Um, I do think one of the funniest stories I heard was that uh, the Ottawa fans were calling Sal Galadio's office in New York and leaving him voicemail saying you have completely bleeping botched this up you you know i guess they called when reynolds left and then a, a lot more called when steve apostolopoulos uh the toronto billionaire walked away on the friday so i i think they also got to the point where there was some fatigue with this process and they wanted to get it done yeah and bruce who i call on my own time is my own personal business <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do I? Why do I? Why do I believe you? <laughs> it's really not that surprising. You know, you know, he phoned at like four in the morning, right, guys? No, oh, that's when I'm up. <laughs> yeah, he was up anyway, so he thought, I think I'll just call the office, and leave a little voicemail here. Yeah. Now, out of all of this, what would you say is exciting for the Sens fans and for the community? Well, I think you know. People want strong, stable ownership. I think there's a few things involved here. Um, the Paletta family, uh, who who is a partner of um, of Michael Landlauer, went to the one yard line in Arizona and, and didn't buy the franchise in the end. But um, you know they've got development ability. They've always wanted to be involved in the in the National Hockey League. You know Michael Landlauer is pretty. A successful partner in the Montreal Canadiens, but this was something where he wanted to do it on his own. Uh, he wants to see uh, how he can be as an owner. I think that um, you know he wants to build an arena downtown. Um, you know, I think the the biggest thing that he's focused on, though, guys, is is having a winning hockey team. 
and um, is, and and I think that is good for the fans. And also, I think he's going to reconnect with the business community. You know, um, I think that Jeff York, uh, the former CEO of Farm Boy, and um, the people involved with his organization have done a fairly good job raising, I think, uh, upwards of $70 million uh, to invest in the franchise. Um, he's got uh, Neil and Sean Malholtra of Claridge Homes, uh, the Malholtra family. They're involved. Um, so I, I, I think that, that uh, he's going to re-engage the, the business community, and I, and I think that's a good thing. Has there been any public um, breakdown of exactly, with all these different groups that are involved in this bid, has there been any breakdown as to a percentage of ownership that will be involved, or is it really Michael Anlauer is the owner and they're investing in him? Or he's Yeah, I, I, I think you're, the latter part of your statement is probably the most correct. Um, there hasn't been any public sort of breakdown. Um, you know, there's been guesswork on what everybody's putting in. I would say going into this project, I was told that Michael Anlauer wanted to hold 51% of the ownership. Uh, he wants to be the controlling uh, general partner. I think he's got that. Uh, I do believe that, um, yeah, there will be, um, you know, the, the, it will fall on him to, to run the organization. And um, I think he will have a board. Uh, you know, we know that the family retained 10%. Um, you know, I got to think the, the Paletta family is in for a very, you know, uh, wealthy portion, probably upwards of $200 million. Um, So, yeah, no, I, I think that uh, there's also going, you know, he also would have, Everybody take the the NHL offers 150 million dollars in debt, guys, and everybody takes that. Um, so I would imagine, you know, um, he took the 150 in debt because it's it's at a good price, and then you, you know you kind of you'd have to build down from there. But I can't say that Michael Anlauer put in 500 million because I don't know that. Um, you know, I can't say he put in 300 million because I don't know that. But I do think that he owns 51% of the team and the rest is in partnership. Bruce, reading the reports over the months and especially near the end, the public perception was that uh, not only had it dragged on, but there was some negativity or disapproval by certain groups on how it went. And we, we know two groups walked away. Uh, do you foresee any sort of... Uh, memoir or that kind of reporting coming out in the upcoming months uh, as to more details as to what's to go on or you think this is behind closed doors and we'll never know no i i, I think you'll see some stuff coming out i, I know one of the, the here was i i mean i can tell you from from listening to the other bid from the bidders with first-hand experience there was a lot of frustration um with the fact that that uh you know, Nico Sparks uh, remained in the process while still while being underfunded and still trying to raise money, right? Um, uh, you know, like they they there. I'm not sure there was a business in Ottawa 
uh, that didn't get a call from Nico Sparks uh, and his people looking for money. But let me say one thing. Um, you know, I mean, he kept adding, he kept adding, you know, he kept adding investors. And, and, and I know that was very frustrating for uh, the, the, you know, the, the other parties involved. Uh, and it, it's one of the reasons, you know, that Steve Apostolopoulos walked away. He was frustrated because Nico, Par- Nico Sparks was still raising money. And, uh, you know, he wasn't alone on that front. Um, you know, the Kimmel family was still raising money. So um, I think that, that, uh, that what he thought in the end was, okay, they're, they're allowing Nico Sparks and the Kimmel family to, to try and raise money to outbid me, and, I, and I'm not going there. So, uh, you know, one of the things, in, in, and I've said this before, is Steve Apostolopoulos bid $1.1 billion. So, you know, $150 million was left on the table in this sale um, because the highest bidder walked away. But he, he walked away out of frustration with, you know, other groups. And, and, and Nico Sparks was alone. I, I need to make that clear. Uh, trying to raise money to outbid him. Yep. And, it, I, and I think that and, and I think that Apostolopoulos guys believed he had a deal in principle a week before a team sold. Mm-hmm. But then the goalposts started moving. The demands for you know pay the capital games of the Melnick estate. Um, you know uh, they didn't want their shares. Uh, the 10% share, they didn't want it diluted. And what that means is if there was, let's say there was a $20 million loss next year under new ownership, uh, the estate didn't want the the Melnick sisters to have to pay, let's say, their 10% share of the $20 million loss of $2 million. They wanted, you know, they wanted uh, the the buyer to pay that. Was that demand make, made of Michael Anlauer? I don't know. But I certainly know that that that's where the tables turn for Apostolopoulos. So with that, do you think that he truly just walked away from it, or did he do firm final? Oh, I think, uh, no, I think I think that, uh, you know, I think he had a discussion with the bank the, the Thursday night before he walked away and said, look, what can we do to get this deal done? And, you know, um I it just it wasn't going anywhere, okay. and he he wasn't going to bid against himself. He had the highest bid, mm-hmm. so pretty so, much just yeah. an impasse then. Yeah, so basically, it was time to walk away. And I think at that point, and I, and I've said this elsewhere, but I believe at that point, guys, that's what Michael Almanor said. He knew, he knew in his heart of hearts that the camels were still trying to raise money, and that. Um, and that Nico Sparks group didn't have the money. Yeah. And so he knew that this was when the, he had to strike while the iron was hot because he considered himself the only legitimate bidder left in the in the process. I don't believe that. I believe that the Kimmels were still very very legitimate and I think if given, you know, that I think they could, they I think they they could have raised the money if there was more time in the process, but clearly everybody had run out of patience. But I think Anlauer said, basically, you do a deal with me by, by Tuesday or I'm following 
Steve out the door. Yeah. And I think that, that's also where the the sellers had that risk, right? Because if either the Kimmels drop out or Andlauer drops out, the price tanks significantly. Yeah, well, exactly. Because, Again. you know, and they're, they're, I think they're fortunate that that Andlauer didn't just say at that point, and by the way, I'm giving you 850. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, the, they had. I, I, look, I think I think that uh, the archaic thinking around the league allowed Ryan Reynolds to walk. Um, I think it's too bad that they couldn't somehow find a way to get him involved. But in my discussions with people close to Reynolds. Um, you know, he was fully invested with the Remington Group. He was going to run the hockey, te- or the marketing side of the hockey team and the hockey team. He was going to put good people in place because he thought he could attract them. And um, and you know, and they just they let him walk away. Now, I do. Be- I I thought it the the demand of that group was unreasonable. I do feel it was unreasonable, but I, I think. Maybe they could have found a way to negotiate around this. I agree. Um, <clears throat> with so with the land that's going on, because I know that the um, Andlauer has been talking to the mayor now, and I think he's going to talk to Alfie this week. Um, I think it was the mayor that ended up saying about five or six different locations, none of which was Labrette and Flats, and some of them seem kind of unreasonable for a land developer, not necessarily a land developer, but just a developer to have interest, for example, in um, uh, NDHQ. Any ideas in regards to what the, the vision is for the for the next arena? Well, I think number one, um, Ann Lauer is probably armed with Eugene Melnick's plans from, when, from the failed bid in, what was it, 2017? Um, because he's had um, Cyril Leader and uh, uh, helping him with this project. And Cyril Leader and Jeff Pablo are both at Myers, and Jeff Jeff was also in charge of the LeBreton project um, when he was with the Senators. Um, so he's got a lot of institutional knowledge of what the Senators were looking at at LeBreton Flats. Look, uh, my personal feeling is, um, you know, um, uh, just make a deal with LeBreton Flats. The NCC is open to more, to to expanding the size of the space. I know the plans call for right now a hotel and a an arena. I think uh, it, with some negotiations, they could probably, pardon me, they could probably get a bigger district uh, if they wanted to. So I think they've just got to. Uh, I'd like to see it at LeBreton Flats. I think the the second best option is Bayview Yards, um, but I, I don't know. Um, you know, NDHQ doesn't strike me as a place where it's five acres. You know, you're not going to have much room for much more than an arena. Mm-hmm. The, the space is even smaller, and you can't tell me the baseball park is even an option. No, no, that's stupid. No, it's ridiculous, and and so is so to some extent is. And I know Eugene Melnick looked at the, the former RCMP headquarters, so that's nothing new. Like, I know people like to think they, that, you know, that's new. It's not new. Yeah. I think um, they also mentioned Confederation Park and, like, forget that. 
Hmm. I don't think well, any they're not going to, you know, that. and I know they're not giving up green space. Mm-hmm. So where would, where would they, where would they do the ice uh, sculptures, Dave? <laughs> yeah, I know. Pen. Um, so, so now just last question for you. And this is going to be like a 15 parter. Oh no. But because of the delays in the sale, because we were hoping that things would be in place for the draft, for free agency and everything else like that. So is this year, and this goes into general management to coaching and, and yes. free oh, yeah. agency. No, it, yeah. So is this just kind of a lost season in transition in this case? And this also I, falls I, into I, I don't know that I'd say that. I don't know that I'd say that. And I think this is one of the things that's going to happen. I think Michael Einlauer and his purchase agreement is going to try to have, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to put this properly, and you might have a better way of wording it. If they're going to trade Alex to Brinkat, I think he's going to want some say. Right? If they're going to sign uh, Alex to Brinkat to an extension, I think he's going to want some say. So I do believe that there was some sort of sign-off. Look, he cannot make any changes with that organization until um, until he takes over. But I do, I do think they have to, and this would be, you know, I think he's in town the next couple of days. Um, I think his advice would be to them, look, you need to operate business as usual. You need to do what you're going to do. Um, but but I think he'd also like to have some input, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, if, if they've got a trade worked out for Alex to bring at, my guess would be that, you know, in the, in a, and this is a guess, but... My guess would be that Pierre Dorian would tell Sheldon Planner. Sheldon Planner uh, would then call Michael Anlauer and say, this is what we're doing. You know, I'm sure that uh, Michael would want some time for reflection, but I think that uh, that's how it's kind of going to go. You know, um, I think even when, I think even during the season when stuff was happening, guys, um, you know, because the club was for sale, uh, I can't imagine that that they signed Tim Stutzla without at least you know the league knowing. Okay, this club is coming up for sale. Uh, you know this this all needs to be in order. So or even Artem Zub. You know they signed Artem Zub while the club was actually for sale. Well, the league would have had some some sort of you know um, say on that, but. I think, you know, just to think on the hockey side, I did quite a big piece for tomorrow. It's online now, but, you know, they've got to deal with the Brinkat. They've got to figure out what to do with Formington because I think he's played his last game here. Um, you know, they've got to uh, they've got to get a goalie. Uh, do they go with a 1A, 1B scenario? Uh, I don't think Mad Sogard is ready. Um, they've got to... They've, uh, that I, I think they really feel like these next 10 days are pivotal before the draft, Dave, to try and make a move involving Dubrink. Uh, because I think they would like to get a first-round pick back. But all this to answer your question, is next season a transition season? No. Uh, I think they expect it to be a season where they make the playoffs. But the proper moves have to be made to, for that to happen. And by the way, forget Connor Hellebuck. Fine. 
fine. <laughs> With all due apologies. All right, we'll just deal with none, none necessary. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks right, so guys. much for your time, Bruce. Yeah. Anytime. I'm going to watch Selling Sunset. Excellent. I'll be uh, texting you at seven in the morning, asking you if yes. the breakout's treated. All right. Talk all right. to you guys soon. Take care. Have a good night. Thanks, bye. Bruce. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Good night. Oh, hold on, guys. I'm getting a call. Hello? Nico! Yeah, put me down. 20. Good. Yeah, thanks. Keep in touch. Bye. Hey, guys. Sorry about that. Got a phone call from Donation. Well, you do get around. I guess it's producer. Donation I guess, or reverse donation? Yeah, producers always call producers. Did you notice that? It wasn't you and I. Well, your phone's going off now, too. Oh. Oh, what? And that wasn't twenty thousand. That was literally twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> sure, every dollar counts. Yeah. That's right. It'll, it'll it'll bring up the line on the little thermometer uh, of fundraising yeah. a little bit. I'm just gonna wait for the article that says like oh, these deposits were never returned. Well, we'll see. Well, were they deposits or just promissory notes? Yes, I promise to put in X number of dollars if you win. Who knows? So there's a lot of things I know we couldn't speculate and 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 talking negatively with the uh, with bruce because he has to maintain sources and that sort of thing but uh well first off with the nico sparks since we made that joke uh speaking of jokes nico sparks. <laughs> <laughs> it was certainly presented that way both optics and and reporting and i don't understand how when you have final bids and you're still raising money it does seem pretty fishy well, it seems, and yet people it, were just virtue signaling towards it, saying that this is totally normal. Well, I just didn't understand how he could put in a bid saying, I bid this much money if he doesn't have the money to back it up. Because clearly, I would think that the bank would be going, show it to me. Well, maybe they that's w- it. They wanted as many names in as possible. So they were taking even... Even fake ones. Yeah. Right? What a pity. Because this is, for example, if you're selling your house and then the buyer's like... Okay, yes, we'll buy the house. And then they come back. It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to add my parents to it. And then they come back. It's like, okay, well, I also need my sister to, to co-sign. And then I'm going to come back. It's like, okay, well, here's my brother. And then I'm going to come back. Okay, here's like four of my cousins. As I sell the house, I'm like, are we going to be able to close this deal? Because this guy is not ready. So you would normally walk out and get the next bid. I was going to say and discount just, it. Yeah. Goodbye. Well, yeah, not discount it, but just eliminate that bid. Yeah. Sorry, that's what we I put meant. it back to market. Yeah, it was just weird. It is peculiar that they that this was allowed to go on. Is it simply because they wanted more? And you yep. say it's just because they wanted more names. Yep. I, I mean, it was cool. you lose a lot of credibility. It was cool to see the name Snoop, Snoop Dogg with interest with the Ottawa Centers. We haven't talked about any of this because it's been three. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, I don't think any of it happened. But, but the us. thing is with Snoop Dogg, no offense to him, but. I, I don't understand. And he said he had plans to make hockey more accessible <laughs> and get interest in there. Are you really going to be doing that in Ottawa when you're in LA? Uh, hockey, unfortunately, is a bit of a rich sport in this country. Ask any parent who has their kids going through, yeah. even if it's not for the pros. It is super expensive. It is not accessible. It's I, also regionalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't have national... I mean, the NFL is different. For many reasons. And you can find fans of almost any NFL team almost anywhere. Granted, if you go to somewhere like Dallas, they're going to be 98% Cowboys fans. But you will find fans of other teams even in Texas. Yep. So, well, yes, there's Houston. I understand that. But 
you know, but the NFL, just by the way that it's designed, has fans everywhere. Hockey isn't really like that. You, you'll you have, yes, if you come to a game in Ottawa, you'll find Toronto cockroaches at certain games, but... Well, you're gym. gonna you're gonna find them everywhere in Canada yeah. and Buffalo, and exactly. We're really Buffalo. They, I think it's more of the Canadians. They'll go everywhere, but I mean, they're the exception to the rule, not the rule. You're not going to find Ottawa Senators fans. Uh, our listeners accepted, and we appreciate that. But you're not going to find a you're not going to create a core of Ottawa Senators fans in California, when even if ga- you're Snoop Dogg. When the games are played at 4 p.m. and are originally blacked out, it's just not. I just don't see that that working. But 4 p.m. Well, 4 p.m. local. 7 p.m. here is 4 p.m. there. Oh, right. So drive home, except it's blacked out. You can only have the radio on in the car. Yeah. But then that would be blacked out, too, because it's the well, broadcast area for, for the for the California uh, satellite Sat radio? You, you can have it on satellite so radio, so, but so I mean. you got to buy satellite radio to listen to the Ottawa Senators. Or use the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. But, you know. You can access it if you really want to. I mean, if you really want to tune into an LA Kings game, you can get it yeah, online. Not legal, but you have so to that, want to. Yes. Well, no, you could just you know listen to it on on the internet. And connection. if you're trying to influence locals, especially you know, if you're trying to go into the yep. youth community, community uh, in LA based, why wouldn't you want to promote the Kings mm-hmm. and not well, not a team that's I can't know, see miles I can't, away. I can't see him coming up here and doing it. No. On a regular basis, because it just no offense, I just don't see that being part of the lifestyle. Yeah, I'm so. not. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but it just it, it didn't quite make sense. The it sounded like a contrary to that was a whole Ryan Reynolds thing. Well, and before I go to Ryan Reynolds, sure. the other thing with Snoop Dogg is I know he's got there's some I don't know what it is, but public like him, right? There's a segment of population that really like him. But if you look at what he's produced and the lyrics of what <laughs> he's produced, not family friendly, it no. is not family friendly and it, it is entirely inappropriate. I know it's part of that culture. rap culture, but you're just turning a blind eye to all that. Like, it, it's a lot. With all the, well, which so really, one? I can call it wokeism because we're getting a little bit crazy well, which, with, the, with the senators. of Because a lot of the fan base, granted, it's Ottawa left-leaning and that's what it is but for all the wokeism that we have right now is Snoop Dogg really the guy that you want yeah. and like what you said you're turning a blind eye or just accepting it yeah. I, I don't think it would I, I don't think it would fly long term I mean it would be a splash it would be yeah. a splash but I don't think it would have longevity which right. now he was part of the Nico Sparks bid, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that had a whole lot of people associated yeah. with it? I think he, I was in it too, probably. Well, which, like Russell which, Peters and Donovan Bailey in the like, end. What is Donovan Bailey which was the Mike Spezza? Which was the one that had... Um, the Weekend? The Weekend. Kimmels. Well, that was the Kimmels, okay. Because yeah. you see, that one at least so the is semi-local. Was, the Weekend was also into it at the beginning and they kept it quiet. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Elliot Freeman hinted towards it at the start in November. But then it was never followed through because they wanted to keep it quiet. And then he just, because everybody was getting named at the Nico Sparks group, it's like, all right, well, we've got our celebrity too. Right. Well, I mean, and I think that's a more valid or useful Mm -hmm. counter to Ryan Reynolds being with the Remington group would be having him with the Kimmel group. That would make sense because he's relatively speaking, he's from Toronto. I understand that, but he's Canadian. mm -hmm. He's well-known. 
Mm-hmm. His music is global, global, and it's also I, I I was gonna say yeah. I yeah it's I, I didn't want to say banal because it's it's I'm not saying it's it's not my taste, but it's but clean. It's, it's clean. You know, it's not yeah really Starboy. <laughs> It's not in I a particular. Know, I don't know much of it, but I know that it's like. Well, yeah. he's done Super Bowl. Yeah, and he yeah. is a global star. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a that's a really valid counter, yeah. or not counter, but got, I think he's got a well, just like Snoop Dogg does. But he's got a recording album or what are those called again? Recording studios or oh, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And so for your concerts, he would obviously want to have that involved, so that gets more shows into. For sure, and I, I think that would be a valid. Valid, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I I thought it was a great idea. And, and I am, oh, for the record, I know we've been back and forth in text and so on. Yeah. I was I never objected to Ryan Reynolds. Being no, a, you not were, at all. You were pro-Ryan Reynolds. I'm all for it. Uh, but when that bid pulled out, I wasn't disappointed for the reason that it pulled out. I was disappointed oh. that he's not included, but the reason that they pulled out, I'm like, okay, you it know made, what? Yeah, it made sense for both parties for that not to move forward. Yes, because I, I'm also, before we go further, I'm really happy that the winning bid is a person or an entity that wants to own an NHL team first and foremost. And the biggest problem I had with the Remington Group was they weren't. They wanted to buy this team for the real estate deal around it because yeah. that's what they do. The and, Remington part, yes. Yes. And then the Reynolds would have blown it out. Yeah. True, but I mean, the Remington was the biggest part. Well, they were the majority. Yeah. Yes. So they're in it for what they can develop, and the hockey team is an afterthought. And that worried me because I didn't want this team to become an afterthought in the purchase of it. Right. And that's why I'm happy that yeah, the I person think, who bought it I has... could have done both. Had, well, you never know what he might pull in afterwards. He's got all these other groups that are involved. You never know what he might pull in afterwards. But to have somebody who's... Who has experience owning hockey teams? Mm-hmm. He's owned several. He owned the AHL team in Hamilton till they moved. Then he bought the Bulldogs, and he owns ten percent of the Montreal Canadiens. And he's on the board of governors in the NHL. He's well, now he owns the Ottawa Senators, and quite frankly, they're going to be owning the Habs for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> If the how long did you've been waiting to pull that one? Three months. <laughs> But That's my sum total thought on this entire process. Did it take an awfully long time? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. Was I getting frustrated with it? No. I was getting bored with it. Yes. That's worse. That's worse. I was getting bored. Yep. People were sick of it. Yep. I want to talk about Reynolds for a second mm-hmm. because we've named episodes, Save Us Ryan Reynolds, and that's a huge name. He came here twice. It made pretty big news across the continent, at least. Um, I agree. I'm disappointed to see him go. And a lot of people, there's a couple of things I want to say on that. And one was, uh, well, why doesn't he just, why did he choose to go with that one bid and not with everything else? So here's my take on what happened. First off, Ryan Reynolds didn't want to be just a token figurehead with the winning bid. People thought that, but he didn't. He actually wanted to be a controlling interest in the operation. It didn't mean majority owner, but he wanted to run the marketing you wanted to ha- have the say in hiring the right people to, to do the hockey side of things right and when he went through and he interviewed the key players at the beginning the remington one was his fit because the other ones are kind of like okay well we got a solid bid here sure we'd love to have you on 
that's not what he's looking for. He's looking for, I want to be the guy. Mm-hmm. And Remington, as you've just pointed out, we're well, we're a little bit more in the real estate. We need someone like you to take over. Mm-hmm. So it was a perfect fit. So unfortunately, because he tied his uh, anchor to that bid, um, what I think happened with that whole Galeato sports thing, and I hope we find out one day, but it really just did not seem fair. And a lot of people saying, well, that was unfair for them at the end to make this exclusionary thing. Look, look, what I think happened before that, that was just the excuse to get out. I think what happened was all along, it's like, okay, here's the bid date. Oh, okay, we're pushing it. Okay, here's your final bid. Oh, we're pushing it. And they take the bids eventually when they get it and they go over and say, hey, this guy just bid uh, 800 million. You want to beat that? Okay. Hey, 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 I know you gave me an 800 million dollar bill, but it was mid, but it was just beat by 900. You want to beat that? And you're like, oh, come on. Okay, 950. Oh, hey, hey, he just bid 950. This is a goalpost moving. Yeah, well, the problem is it's not an auction. But it was. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. It would have been better to have them all in the same room do an auction, but they're doing this kind of like pitting against each other. Yeah. Clandestine stuff. And I think. And let, let alone the NCC, it, it's, what am I winning? I'm winning the team. What land am I getting from the NCC? It's not concrete right nope. now. That's what it surprised me. I so thought, I don't blame oh, no, him. It's was... like, you know what? And this is Remington. Well, I'm probably with Ryan frustrated too. It's like, you're, you're driving up the <clears> price <throat> with this kind of clandestine auctioning going on. And I don't even know what I'm getting yet. You know what? Final bid. One billion and I get 30 days to negotiate it. Take it or leave it. Because at this point, he's, he's really like, take it or leave it. So he's like, no, sorry, you can't do that. Okay. And what happens a few months, a um, couple months later with Steve? <laughs> We're on first name basis. <laughs> We're on a first name basis because I don't want to get his last name wrong. Uh, it, it's just like all this crap. It's like, you know what? Here's my final order. Take it or leave it. Oh, we can't take that. Okay. Bye. Yep. And it's cost them. At least they had $150 million. It's currently cost them 50 right off the bat because of the Ryan. Yeah, the, but the taxes. Well, there's taxes on everything. See, if you sell for less, you pay less capital gains, so you pay less tax. More money, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So you're, the, the loss, the, the, the loss in, in, in money in is negated by loss of or less money going out so it balance yeah. but it doesn't like, balance not out, that but. i know anything about this no, but, but that's i've, that's I've, I've had people ask me it's like how do i pay less tax i'm like stop working yep and then they walk you <laughs> right out of my office <laughs> well it really seemed like the league wanted this result all along it's the old boys club of the nhl and i'm sorry losing reynolds was bad for the league was it bad for the Sens? Probably from a marketing point of view and that kind of revenue. On ice, I don't know. I don't know. It would have been exciting, but I'm kind of sad he's out of it. I'm sad he's out of it, but I'm not sad that the bid he's associated with is or was or did or whatever. Word Before you want to use. all of this happened, I didn't know any of these groups. And Melnick was still alive and ruining the team for the last six years. What did we say? Hashtag Melnick out? Yeah. (laughs) We wanted the team sold to a A normal hockey owner that just runs the team or owns a team, brings people in to run it, brings in your experts to run it, and is not in the day-to-day stuff and interrupting and all of that. Not alienating 
fans, not alienating sponsors, not alienating businesses. Media. And media. <laughs> Simpsons monkey paw. That's what we got. Yeah, it worked. We just got the highs and the lows for that eight-month period. But we got exactly what we originally wanted. So, but so I'm not happy. Way to go, us Made a, idiots! I'm not, yeah, I'm not happy because I'm not getting everything I want. It was too public because we don't know. Like Nashville sold. It's like nobody knew. I don't know how the governor of a state can afford a hockey team, but that's besides. Well, he may be a he may be independently wealthy before he became governor because most or during most <laughs> no most a lot of politicians in the U.S. They, they are quite the wealthy. Role. Yes, yes. But Before they become politicians. And then are wealthier after. Funny how that works. Huh. But like that happened. Pittsburgh sold to Fenway, no one knew. Well, that may have been a bid that was unsolicited. It, yeah, it was not a compete. Yeah. But for years, people have said, like, Mario's going to want out. Mario wants out. Mario wants out. And no, so no, here's Fenway. So. Oh, well, you want, okay, if you're serious about wanting out, uh, here's, here's our offer. And there we go. Well, it all, it all worked out in the end. It did. Monkey's paw. Pay my taxes. Do we hear another? I love that one. And it wasn't even both of them. It was one of them. It's like, what are you doing? What a joke. That was one of the conditions being put. Oh, yeah. To pay for one of their capital gains taxes, not both Well, of them. I bought this for $75 million. I'm selling it for a billion. I'm going to have to pay capital taxes on that. Can you pay it for me? No. No. That's the condition of sale. You pay capital gains tax. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, it's it, over. It was just, yeah, it's, it's over. finally over. Maybe the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. Well, either that or the advisors are left over from previous, from from when the uh, the tree was still alive. It's a board. It's the board giving the same advice. Yes, that's all have I'm you, saying. Have you watched Lord of the Rings? No, yeah. read what the book. Is, haven't watched the movie. What's the guy's name okay. there? Grim something. Grim's a uh, worm tongue. Worm tongue. Yeah, worm tongue. I read them Who's manipulating 35 or the, 40 years ago. The manipulating king of, the king of, of Rodon or yeah. whatever it is. Sure. L-O-T-R fans are going nuts right now. Yes, yeah. mispronounced. Writers of Rondor. And that's when Luke found out that, <laughs> 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 that Harry was his dad. And James T. Kirk was his uncle. That's and, the problem. And Dumbledore said that's with, the, <laughs> with the white wizard. That is what I think. Use the force, Harry. But anyway, so he's got a new owner. So he's the majority owner, and the people that we know are involved with him would be, as uh, Bruce listed, um, Jason York, Joey Farmboy, Joey Farmboy, in some capacity, as well as Tulio. Was that the name from from Claire Chomps? Mm-hmm. I think that's the name he said. Coolio, Tulio. Oh. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's yeah. why I was wondering. That's and why I asked to keep their ten percent. Yeah, that's why I asked if the, the percentages had been announced because I was curious as to how it broke down. I was sure that Michael Enlauer, I shouldn't say sure. I would have been very surprised had he not can having at least a controlling interest, whether it's fifty one percent or sixty or whatever it is. He's a pretty wealthy man. Um, and he, as long as he's got majority. And I mean, he's having to sell his stake in the Montreal Canadiens, which is going to bring him a pretty penny to begin with. So, yeah, that works. Apparently, and, that's a demerit too. And he still owns—I mean, he still owns the Hamilton Bulldogs, who'll be playing in he's Brantford got, this year. He's got his trucking company. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was the one that was hired to um, transport the vaccines. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Take that, honk boys. Who? The honk, the honk boys. Oh, oh. yeah. 
Yeah, that we can just forget about that. And the Kimmel just group. Not, not, we can't forget about it. We just won't mention it anymore. The Kimmel group, <laughs> along with The weekend, did not get in. So they'll have to save their tears for another day. Oh, for <laughs> Yeah. I just assume that's I don't ever have to hear that song again. I hear it far too often. <laughs> Would have been the goal song if they won. <laughs> uh, you want to talk uh, arena location? Sure. That's come up a couple of times in the last little while. Sorry, that was a little uh, too much sibilance there. I um, don't think this is happening for a decade now. Whatever uh, it is. For the door. Unless open. they don't move. Which I'm kind of hoping for now. I'm now on Team Canada. <laughs> well, they just paved the sidewalks. So. Well, there you go. They paved paradise. <laughs> put up, a, but it's not a parking lot yet. They haven't put yet. lines down on it. That, that's that's the expensive parking right outside the door where everybody's leaving, so you can't get out of your parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. It, it. Well, that was the mayor who was talking about that. Yes. Earlier so I've got this the week. list here. The mayor that I did not vote to has the following recommendations, which was voted to with Bruce. Bayview Yards makes sense. That's right next for those of you. It's a snow dump right now, right? No, it hasn't been a snow dump in over a decade. Um, It's actually a a storage site for work material for the Trillium Line. For those who don't live in Ottawa, Bayview Yards is the Trillium Line is the old train that doesn't work. It it hasn't been finished yet. (laughs) They're still constructing it. Does it work? Yes or no, Mr. Prime Minister? Yeah, no, they're actually, it doesn't. They are actually, there you go. Doesn't. It's a failure. Um, well, they're testing the uh, southern portion of it right now. Yeah, but that's on the old train. Nope. That's the new train. No. They're, they're testing it the from... The one that goes to the airport? Yep. No, that's that's using the the uh, same kind as the original Confederation line, isn't it? They are, the, t- the trains that will be <laughs> on that line... Hammer that <laughs> button. <laughs> the trains that will be on the Trimley line will be diesel. They're not electric overheads. And that's why it's working. Well, yes. But, I mean, <laughs> That's my point. They'll, they'll, it'll work permanently. Um, Until it Bayview, doesn't. Let me get back to my point here. For, for the people who don't live in Ottawa, Bayview Yards is <laughs> is absolutely next to La Breton Flats. Yes. Literally, it's next to and it. land owned by the city and not the NCC. Well, you see, this is where it becomes interesting. It, it, that's the exact reason. political. Well, it's interesting because of the political intrigue. Let's put it that way. That the city is suddenly putting forth proposals. Now, not all the sites that you're about to name are city owned but that one is and it's right next to Loretton Flats Oops. and it's right next to Bayview Transit Station which is the junction between the two lines and it's not downtown it'll be a little bit more no, like no but that's <laughs> right it's, you're right on the train you're a bit fine. like Calgary right the stampede oh, grounds are a little off downtown but, but Le- they're very accessible from downtown it's extremely accessible as it's a downtown so dweller Loretton Flats is not downtown it's next to downtown and this it will be next is but it will be grown that will be, downtown will expand into that. No, it's still not downtown. This will any be, more than Preston right, Street is. Because it's sold by now. <laughs> it, any more than Preston Street is downtown. It's not. <coughs> but it's, well, it's close enough. And it's then the city door. will, like everything will grow to it, right? Yeah. So that's next to next to downtown. Yeah, so it'll be next to next to downtown. But it's, it'll be right next to the main uh, train station for both lines. So Bayview Yards, at least in an ethereal sense, makes sense. Next. Next. You mean, you mean the West The Bound baseball train stadium. That doesn't. It does make sense. Now, it's walkable if you've got these big gas containers. You can walk right downtown. <laughs> and okay, enough with the convoy references. You laugh what about What else them. do we use that baseball stadium for? There's a team baseball? that plays. Baseball? Yes. Nah. There's 45 games a year played there. We're getting louder. I can see the volumes going. <laughs> <laughs> the baseball stadium, it's 20-some-odd years old. So It's you, so bad. It's too small. No, but well, it's a good location. It's, it's a great stadium for AAA, which is what it was originally built for. When we had yeah. the Ottawa Lynx, it was a great stadium for that. It's way too big for the balls, the, the ball team that we have now. 
but they also have sold off most of the parking lot to build two hotels and a convention center. Yeah. Yeah. So there wouldn't be a lot of parking lot space because technically an arena would be no, about the same footprint. Now you got to get well, Via Rail in on it. Well, I mean, the the thing about that the ball the stadium, advantage. the thing about the baseball stadium is it does have the walkway from the tr- the the, the LRT station, so it would be an easy from the LRT or Via. Mm. Via there's, also. There's both. an LRT station at Via. Both. Yeah. There's an LRT station oh, right there. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you could put a so that the highway off ramp is right there. Yeah, but there'd be no parking. You, you would have use no that ramp. Yeah, you you use that you'd, have, you'd have to knock out the hotels. The hotels. Yeah, sure. They've only been there for a decade yeah, or so. No, you don't they, need to knock out the. Hotels. They don't really do that well. You could if you, you were if if you were being really creative. <laughs> one of the things that Bruce mentioned was the old RCMP headquarters, which is on the other side of the Vanier Parkway. Now you so tear you could something down. You yeah. Well, it needs to be. Because um, it's all very old buildings. One Is that of, the one that's across from the baseball stadium? No, it's across the Vanier Parkway from the van, from. It's between mm-hmm. the Vanier Parkway and the river. That's the old Don't RCMP National it. Headquarters. You'd see it, you'd know it. Um, I can't push the button enough time. There you go. If you were to make parking there, it would be about a four-minute walk. You basically cross Vanier Parkway, past the hotels, you're at the arena. So you could have parking there if you wanted to. And you have an easy walkway to the LRT. <laughs> so that... That still makes sense from if you want to be able to have parking and public transit nearby, it makes sense. Uh, oh, I don't know. I okay, don't know. next site. Near Herdman Station. Near Herdman Station. There, there, there's room there. There's room there. There's lots of room well, there. Well, south of it, yes. Yes. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's a large field. Yeah, right next to the river. It's pretty yeah. close to Lee's. I think yeah. it'd be able Yeah, that's all green space. Two minutes from Ottawa U. Like... If sure, but it's not the same. D and D headquarters. As NDA, I mentioned, how I many mentioned, years ago? You did. How many years ago? You yeah. did. However, a land developer, a developer just bought this. So what they will allow you to do is put in the stadium where it is. Yeah, they won't have any land and around. Nothing it. else. Exactly. Great but, location for us. Great location for an arena. Rio but Center. No yep. And I mean, that's the thing about putting it at the baseball stadium. Unless they could get the old. Um, RCMP headquarters to use for parking and land development there because it's right next to the Queensway. It's close to transit, blah, blah, blah. I don't see that being a, a big land developer, a big real estate developer's dream. Now, the other thing home. is apparently that NDHQ is still in use. Yes. And will be in use until 2035 or something like that. Yeah, they're not finished moving out to uh, the old Nortel campus. They won't be for a while. So it's this is there, a non-conversation. There are, there are reasons for that, it's which I actually understand because I used no, to. No, I, I get that for sure. Reasons. For 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 security and communications. So that one's always. I heard Les Bernard Laurier mentioned today. What I heard that too. Okay, the the federal government is is getting out of Les Bernard Laurier, and again, for people who don't live in Ottawa, it's at an entire city block, which is two office towers and two levels of shopping center at the bottom of it, which is completely occupied by federal offices. And it was built, I think, oh, in the early those. 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they could tear that There's down. There's a BMO there. They, tear it down. They could tear it, they could tear it down. But that I mean, again... The waterfall, isn't it? No, that's um, World Exchange. No. Um, the one next to it. That's, yeah. that's the old uh, system house building. Oh, God, what's it called now? I can't remember. What the shit? These. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you put it there, I don't think that's big enough. Well, it would be awfully tight. I mean, if you look at it, the Montreal Forum was built on one city block, so you could build. Yeah, but then what? 
Well, that's all you get. Again, you only get an arena in where's, that space. Where's the Centre Belle now? Oh, it's over by... Um, it's it's, it's got to be a bigger footprint. Oh, much bigger. It's a much bigger arena. Yeah. By like, like 7,000 seats. Actually, more than 7,000. Almost 10,000. Yeah, because they're 21. Seven, think, yeah, right? they're 21.5. And the Bell Center, or the, the Forum at its max, I think, was 16. Mm. But, I mean, it was an old arena. So, you may be able to build on that particular block. You're looking like 100-something years, right? Yeah. It was built or, in 1920-something. Hear me out. Build it on site in Canada. Well, I mentioned that in the past, too, I think, was you've got all this other land that you own around. This it builds was your, a discussion. Build your new arena next to the old, the old one. <laughs> Tear it down. Tear it down and... Put up a parking lot. Or you could develop that land sure. into something. <laughs> more more car dealerships, me. for example. That was the original <laughs> plan for this out there, but every form of government shot it down. Just got into her own way. Big really got it your own way. Well, let's not forget that the original uh, builders well, of the arena had to build their own highway interchange. Yes. Yeah, that was all the NDP provincial government because they wanted it in Hamilton. And it was. It was everything. Were there? Did we miss any liquor other license? Um, and Confederation Park. Forget that. No, Number one. No friggin' way. Not big enough, and it's a very traditional no green space. No way. No, Absolutely you can't build it there. Not. It would be convenient because it's. Right next to the Rito Center, which would give you access to the LRT, but yep. no. Now I do Absolutely like Mark Mathot's idea of flattening the Glebe and just putting it there. I love it when he says flattening the Glebe. I just think it's hilarious every time. From a Manatic dweller, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Since he lives in the new section of Manatic, which is just monster houses on postage stamps. Anyway. Is not um, the one that shut down the pickleball, pickleball courts? Manatic? Yeah. Probably. They're making too much noise. Probably. So. Um, You're having too much fun. No, it was exciting. Put it, put it, it in the Glebe. For friggin ever. Put it in the Glebe would be hilarious. There'd oh, yeah. be no transit. Yes. Oh, just like it is now with the football. <laughs> well, no. It's so bad. It's actually very well run with the buses. That stadium is empty in probably 30 minutes. And it's also empty now because no one wants to go. Well, they'll be back. Well, maybe if you score a touchdown. Yeah, they haven't managed to do that yet, but they have in got the their number. In three years? I think they did the last game, actually. Yeah, it was a defensive oh, did they? touchdown. Or yeah. it, was a, it, was a, <laughs> it was a special teams. Um, yeah kickoff return yep but anyway monkeys paw. <laughs> <laughs> so hashtag team canada for me i'm gonna be a day i don't now. care i don't know how this is gonna happen I, I don't care yeah just cut the red tape and just let it happen i don't care if it's a decade do it right do it right don't absolutely. rush it look don't... at who you're talking to and this is not gonna happen yeah you're impatient i understand that Rather, no, but it's also look at all the construction that we've been doing in the city and nothing's working. Yeah. There's that, oh, what's it called? Not the the, the walkover bridge, the pedestrian well, bridge by the airport. Times. It was just fraud. Which one was that? By the the one on airport parkway. Oh, the one that they had to tear down and rebuild. That's yeah. like 20 twice years ago. Yeah. Well, just opened like maybe six years ago. No, no, longer than that. Um, what about the bridge in Barhaven? Well, that one was like uh, there was a there was actually some very serious construction challenge, like engineering challenges with that that they didn't know about when they first started building it. So their design was like, uh oh, this is way deeper than we thought it was. Hmm. Oops. Now that's 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 poor engineering. How do you miss Sorry. it? Well, you, and it you, was you, a you, how long did that take to build? You miss it by not doing proper uh, preliminary work. Let's let's put it that way. So to my original point, look at who you're talking to. Well, that's why I say take the time to do it right the first time. Don't Never have to change. redo it. Don't rush it. Don't do a half, you know, whatever word you want to use. 
job to push it through. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. And we end up with less than stellar situation or work for that matter. We want it to be done right. So if if the team's out in Canada for another decade, okay. Works for okay. me. Well, it works. It wor- I think the bottom line is it works except for the people who are so fixated on, I want it in downtown now because I want it. Well, you know what? Suck it up, Buttercup. You can't get what you want. And if you find it's difficult to get out to Canada, then don't go. It's, really simple. And that's what they've been doing. Really yeah. simple. Well, we were pretty good attendance numbers last year. So it's too bad the changed? LRT is not being extended out to like where Tanger is because then I'm, you could have an overpass. Walk. And even at that, the LRT, the location of it, like I, stopping at Moody, mimicking the uh, yeah, that's tough. I thought it was. I was wondering why it was stopping at Moody. It doesn't make any sense because, because you're the getting West End Council didn't fight hard enough for the budget. I, guess. I was going to say you get to the Green Belt and stop. Yeah, who, who, than who's the council? Who who's who's on the city? It's Mark Hubley. Who's my um guy? Counselor, your counselor. He's in. He's in charge of the transit committee. He's like, you want to go to Eagleton? Nah. You go one more, you get <laughs> like, to a parking lot. One more. You I, go I, shortly farther, you get this, to major shopping, and then one more, you get all the way out to the West End. And the space probably. was there, so I don't yeah. understand why they didn't. Ex- I really don't understand why they didn't extend it. It doesn't make any sense to me either. I'm with you a hundred percent on that. And even at that, when there was a pandemic and no one was driving downtown. Eagleson's got two parking. This is not a hockey podcast. <laughs> no, <it> um, is. <laughs> but like, because nobody was taking the go for it. Um, the transit because everyone is working from home. What they could have done is build a parking complex at the Eagleson parking ride instead of just that one landing, so that more people can go to the parking ride and then take the transit in for whenever that's ready. I presume, because you also had the other side of the street that they use for the parking right as well. Yep. And then you build that and then you sell that land off. And I presume that parking right is always full, like the one in Barhaven. Well, it used to be. It used to be. Is uh, I think it's pretty full now on Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Okay, figure that. Because the, the one in Barhaven is the same. They opened it and it was full. Yep. But like through Instantly. the pandemic or 2021, whenever I started going back to work, there was like six cars. Yeah. Like oh. you can move those across the street, build it. No vision. There's no vision. Getting back to the NHL. <laughs> so all these locations are kind of pie Dumb. in the sky. Outside of Bayview. And I, I think... But you, you like give them... Just give me a list of this. Like he wants it to Bayview. He's making all the other options so stupid. That it's like... Well, he wants it to Bayview, I guess, because the city wants to sell <laughs> their land rather than the NCC selling... So we could have it at Bayview, or we could have it at this... Uh... You know, Central Park across from City Hall. That's Confederation Park. Or we could have it... Uh, the baseball stadium. We could, like, pave over Hogsback Falls and have the arena there. Should. We should just <laughs> suspend it by cables over the falls. So the falls are underneath the ice service. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or we could do it at Bayview. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Anyways. Whatever. That being said, I, need, I, need, I want to use screen at the uh, CTC. Another one? A new one. <laughs> Not new. I know. I'm just needling you. 720p. <laughs> yeah. It's just a screen. That's Hashtag auto. Oh, well, when you see the goal of challenges. Have you seen the powering? No, you haven't <clears throat> seen the powering. My TV is better. No, I haven't it's seen it. So it's, so <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's so blurry. Broken. What's that? 
It's the the lights that go around. The ads around. The, the, the LEDs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're so bad. No, and them, so many of them are broken. Oh, dear. Well, maybe, so it just looks like a crap show. Maybe they'll improve that. If they're going to be there for another decade, <laughs> maybe they'll renovate it. Can't be worse. Exactly. Or can it? <laughs> well, let's give it a try. Hold my beer. Well, Pour I did some out. research. <laughs> I did some research, and at the new arena, we're going to have the best of the best. So I looked up where you get the best pizza, and we're going to have a Sparrow. And we're <laughs> it's gonna, from the office. For the coffee, we're going to have... I did some research, and we're going to have... I don't know. It's like the Gabriel's Pizza Total Auto. So what do you think? It's fine. <laughs> That's it? They were so disappointed. Like, they're ready to, like, film us for an interview. It's, like, it's fine. Guys, it's pepperoni two way. Yeah, I I, I believe <laughs> we mentioned this on a previous. Just the look of disappointment on their faces. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Cut. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Say, like, guys, don't worry about it. Chris Neal's coming. It's like, let's just go. <laughs> like, we've seen him on the time. Meanwhile, next to us, there's probably some influencer. Like, I'm here live at the trying out the new Gabriel Sands pizza. Hey, listen, don't forget, Kevin like Lee's smash show. that like button. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Lee's the show for all that stuff. Actually, say, Kevin Lee's really good at the food tweets, isn't he? And, and the jersey. Yeah, jerseys. An influencer with eight followers. Yeah, sure. Not Kevin. I mean. No, no, no. I just mean general. The one you were imitating. Was, yeah, right. You've got eight followers and six of them are family. Oh, Two of them are bots. You need to smash that like button. <laughs> sure. Smash it. Sure. Shall we move on? I think, I think we've talked enough arena. Debrinkat? Debrinkat. I hate it. I don't like the situation. It sucks. He's not worth $9 million long term. Nope. And that's why you went to arbitration. So that was just it wasn't nine months, but that's just strategic planning within the contract, right? If he's gonna stay, he needs to be like eight tops, probably more like seven. Nobody makes more than Tim, correct? And I would even say Tim and Brady. He's not driving the line, and he's a little undersized. Yeah, well, he's not a little undersized. He is undersized. He's undersized, but he hits like a. He, um, yeah, you can do but that, he you does can not do that until the, you're 30. So he does not drive the line, absolutely. Who on this team would you say drives the lines? Uh, Tim Stutzler? Yep. Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Brady Kachuk? Yep. Drew. Yep. Claude Giroux? Yep. Why are they all playing together? Well, Giroux was playing on the second. No! It was well, the three of them together. That's, well, yeah, because... So you give Debrinkat a rookie and, and, and ankles. Ankles? Softy make ankles? <laughs> Drake Matherson. Softy McAnkle. He plays so soft. Well, yeah. He plays so soft. But if Josh Norris, hopefully, is back. We're kind of late now, right? Well, there would be... I mean, in in as this as it sits today, I would think, if he is not traded, we'll use that scenario first. The first line, or the, the top line, or the 1A line, whichever way you want to phrase it, would be Kachuk, Norris, Batherson, and then you would have... To bring Kat, Stutzla, Giroux. Which is what we were calling it Well, when we... From the get-go. From that's the get-go. what we had for the first eight games but last then there was No, a we pre- did not. We did not. Well, that's right. They mixed it up. Pre-season. They did it in the preseason because Tim was getting beaten up. By Arbor Jackeye in a preseason game against Montreal in the Maritimes. And like DJ Smith said, that's it. And for the whole season, he wouldn't put him back. Give him softy McAnkles with my fucking green jacket minus whatever. What was he at? Friggin' Jackeye. Arbor Wi-Fi. Whatever it is. <laughs> Arbor Wi-Fi. That was nice. his nickname, I think. So, all right. I'm, I believe Drake I Batherson, was... Drake yeah. Batherson. Minus 35. Yeah. He had a bad season. 
Yeah, well, a lot of people did. He's but a minus was, 62 career. Yeah. Now, so we're just going to leave that aside for a second. To bring Cat. I blame the, the coaching on this stuff. I... I believe I I believe I was on record saying you I don't like think this, a good fit. I like the signing, but I didn't see him being with this team long term. So I'm not really surprised this is happening now. It was a great it's terrible it was a, timing. It was a splashy signing that the team needed. I give full credit for that, and I don't think the price that was paid for him was an overpayment. Nice. So okay, great. And we knew that this could be a one year or a two year and gone thing, not long term. We knew that. And now there seem to be an awful lot of people just freaking <coughs> out that he might be gone and we might not sign him. It's like, well, we, you should have kind of realized this was going to happen. And if we don't, as long as the return is good... Why won't he love me? I'm, I'm more than okay with that. Because I would like to see on that line somebody, quite frankly... Yeah, he's not going to... Whoever replaces him probably won't be a 40-goal scorer. Mm-hmm. But they will be bigger... And they will be a probably better defensively because he's not good defensively. You talk about Drake Batherson being not good defensively. Neither is to make So it. maybe the coach should have put them together. Yep. That's my point. He was misused. Debrinkat was misused? Oh, yeah. Yes. So put them together with who? They didn't even move put him Giroud, on PP1. Move Giroud down, move Batherson up. Batherson plays great with Brady because Brady runs forward. Batherson spins in circles and just stands flat. Well, hopefully that happens next year. I I'm just not convinced that Debrinkat is a is a good he's investment gone. He's for this gone team. anyway. Yeah. He's not a good investment for this now. team long term. So if he's gone now, okay. Or we we have we play him through the year on his qualifying offer and trade him at the deadline. Okay, I'm good either way. Like I'm not. I have absolutely no wish for other than those two things. Mm-hmm. But he has to be traded at the deadline. And my one worry is, if he's not traded at the deadline, that asset walks away for nothing. And that I don't like. If we're in the playoffs, it's self-rental, and I'm fine with that. That's a pretty big price for a self-rental. For No. Because the... tra- if you trade him, what, so let's say he signs a one-year deal, what are you going to trade him for? What's the other team going to pay? Well, probably not that much of the trade deadline. Fair enough. No, it goes up. The price goes up because there's more teams. It's... Really, it might be around 7.6. The Sens have the room to retain for the year. So you're getting a guy at uh, 3.8 million on, on the cap. Retrograded. You're probably setting a contract or an expiring contract back. Cost you nothing on the cap. So we would demand it's more. It's at least so you can demand more. Interesting thought. I hadn't considered that I don't that think the, diff- the, the, the price difference will be much more. Might be a first... Tra- if we're out of the playoff, or even if you're trading him, it'll be a first-round pick pr- prospect. Maybe if you get a bidding war, you'll get a second-round pick and something else in there. I'd be fine with that. If you trade him now, I'm talking to Bruce, he's saying it's a first-round pick and a prospect. Either way. So, in my opinion, if it's a pick and a prospect and that's all you get, number one, the team is going to take it. They're not picking top five this year. Right. Right. So you're going to get a mid-round, first-round pick. How long does... Saying it's the best player that's available. How long of that until they, they hit the NHL? Two, Two years. years. Two to three. Yep. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at you at the time. Where's the team now? But start a three, four-year window. 
We need to start making the playoffs, and if not this year, next year. Now, okay, but if you trade him now for a first-round pick and a prospect. Mm -hmm. So I think you can get the same or more at deadline. The only advantage of doing that now is if you do that now, you also have that cap space to acquire a free agent who may be able to fill in that spot to get you. There isn't anything great. There isn't anything great this year? Michael Bunting. Who can play? He can play with stars, which is what I think is Jack is very attractive of uh, of Michael Bunting. But my God, the refs don't like him, hmm. and he freaks out. He really freaks out. And Toronto can't afford to resign him. No, they're not. They're not bringing him back. Hmm. What's he command as a price? And he's tag? also just going to go to Pittsburgh to go play for Spezza and, and Dubas. Yeah. Everybody's Does Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh have lots of cap space? They, they can work things. They'll have to. Well, Kyle Dubas is a cap genius. We all know that because he's been a cap genius for Hashtag years. Hashtag cap genius. Yeah. Yes. So he's very got, good with hats. Now he's got Sid. <clears throat> but they'll figure something out. I'm sure they will in Pittsburgh. Don't be surprised if Ryan O'Reilly signs there, if uh, Luke Shen signs there, because they're all talking about Luke Shen coming back to Toronto, and that hasn't happened yet. Isn't he playing there? He was he got traded from Vancouver to Toronto. Yeah. Worked perfectly with Morgan Riley. Mm-hmm. Doesn't command much cash at this point. Still not signed. He's on. Probably. Well, I mean We'll gets... we'll see what July first brings us, but I think a lot of people are gonna be following Dubas. Going back to the Sens, because it's about the Sens. Sure. So pick and prospect at at the draft. Or <laughs> you hold them hostage for the year. I think I hold them hostage. I think you can get the same, if not more, at the deadline or self-rental. If you hold I, him hostage, do you think he'll perform better because he's trying to get yes. his next contract? He'll contract here. He's going to have to. And here's the Fair. thing, too, is we know Fair. the NHL is weird. You need a certain kind of team. <laughs> you need a certain kind of team to have enough points to get into the playoffs, but you need a different kind of team in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. So if you can squeeze the Brinkett for 40-plus goals before the trade deadline even, then trade That would be one hell of a season if he had 40-plus goals before. It's happened before. Go get your money, buddy. It's happened before. Fair. Now, if the... if have got a lot of options. And the thing is because, what's this called? Arbitration? You're torching the relationship with the player. But the player's already said he wants out. Big deal. Ownership changes within the year. It's not the same regime. Fine. So maybe Ann Lauer comes in and says, listen, this is kind of crappy as to how they treated you. How they treated Let's him? Do. How they treated him? He's the one who says he doesn't want to be here because he hasn't been offered a $9 million contract. He hasn't no. said that. No. Exactly. He said, he do, he said he's given the team a, ten, a list of 10 teams I'd like to move to. No, the team asked for a list of 10 teams. Oh? Yep. Yeah. Because they want to start to take your, your bidding now. And the auto center is very good at bidding and with with deadlines. Well, they maybe maybe they haven't wanted to sign him because of the change in ownership, or they or maybe well, this is what he's been told. Yeah, but. maybe it's been like no, you're not signing a big contract like that until. <laughs> and this is where you take the one year deal, nine milk you offered was a lot. The seven point six arbitration makes a lot of sense. Yep, and it saves you a million bucks. Over. Yep. Yep. 
And then in the it helps your operating losses for the year, so you'd have to pay less capital gains taxes. Not that you know anything about that. And then in the coming year, okay, we can still we can still make you this offer. Did you say save on taxes? Yeah. Oh, wow. Save on taxes. Well, we need a tax reduction, not a not a savings on tax. We need a tax cut. Anyway, no, you're saving your tax expense. Oh, sure. Yep. Taxing. It's taxing. I'm trying to remember all this with great interest. So, okay, to bring cat. Anything else from the team? There hasn't. NHL, not really. Well, there Brady Kachuk must have had an interesting Stanley Cup final mm. with his brother on one team. This. And is it his best man or at least his, his groom? Or one of his best men. Landlord? <laughs> Landlord. Mark Stone on the other. And I guess what would happen, the reports have come out, what happened with Matthew Kachuk and the broken sternum. Fractured. And he played on it. He played yep. on it. He needed help, right? And yeah, getting his skates tied, getting his Brady on. had to help him get out of bed. Yeah. And he played with a fractured sternum. Yep. Yeah, that's... That was a big hit. That's he pretty tough. It was that hit, too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right here. In the sternum. Audio podcast right here. Yeah, in the sternum. <laughs> I can hear where you're hitting your chest. <laughs> right there. Aaronic <laughs> Blood. Broken foot, yeah. Two dislocated shoulders, past concussion, torn oblique. Yeah, and he played. And he played. Montour had something too, didn't he? Yeah. Montour had something. Yeah, I think he had a little torn oblique newborn. Too or something like that. Some of the injuries that the injuries um, that were Gudis re- had a high ankle sprain after the series was over. We're just like these guys are insane for playing on this stuff. But Stanley Cup final, so okay. Yeah. If we can get Gudis, rubbing dirt. That's all I'm saying. A little bit concerned about the ankle, but eh. imagine a third pairing of Gudis and, and Brandstrom. We got a goalie that does have two new knees now. Two repaired knees. Is right. Gudis we'll behaving better these days? Oh, he was a difference maker in the playoffs. Yep. Let me rephrase the question. Is he at least towing the line? He's the tugboat that's pulling the line. As long as he's not throwing some of the stuff that he used to do. That's that's my But biggest... even at that, we've got so much depth that like he gets suspended. Like, all right, Clevin, you're in for a couple of games. And he'll throw a big hit. He gets suspended. Just rotate him out. Oh. Who was the one in Toronto that did that? Was it Bunting? Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I'm concerned about taking over. But, man, he would fit so well. Hmm. We'll see. I think it's going to be an interesting lead up to the draft and then from the draft to the to free agency. Well, the draft yeah. is next week. I know. Is it? And the draft and, and holy jeez. Yeah. And, so and free agency is still July first. And because it, no? we're recording yeah. tonight, that means probably Debrinkat gets traded tomorrow. You're welcome. We're <laughs> not welcome. We're not doing know. emergency episode tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe Wednesday, but not tomorrow. <laughs> I can't tomorrow. Um well, yeah, just about three months, two days. Yeah, we're gonna throw out content every forty-eight hours for the just next. Averaging week. things out like Alex Kovalev. <laughs> so, quite he got four goals in the last ten games. That's pretty good. Yeah, one and then three. <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk anything else about the team? I don't. NHL, not really. Okay. So David Bell will be back somehow. They announced him that like. May second for some reason. Yes, he's the new coach of the, um, the B sense. Yep. 
I don't know what the rush was. I don't think he's very good. He didn't have the back of a lot of players last year. But I digress. It's EHL. I'm not overly interested. Um, How about Andre Turingi? Former assistant one, coach? No, two. He's coaching in Arizona. I know. You said he wasn't an NHL coach. He's not. It's the Arizona Coyotes. Also won uh, gold Are they medal. an NHL team? Also won a gold medal in the World uh, Championships. And he's won a junior uh, gold medal. The players won that. Can't do it without coaching. Yeah, 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 you can. In juniors? World juniors? World juniors? He's got a gold medal from the world juniors as well. Did he have Connor Bedard? No, it was two years ago. So, yeah, I did, actually. He played his 15-year-old. No, oh, but he was, he was a 15-year-old. So he did, but yes. Yeah, but he was way better than anyone else. That's all I'm saying. Former assistant coach, former coach of the other 67. Congratulations on your default wins. Good coach. Um, They've signed it, a few other players to the AHL. Yeah, I, don't I don't really know, know any of them, but we needed the depth. Yeah, we needed to change over some of the depth in <laughs> Belleville. Yeah, I am sick and tired of Scott Sabre being your best player. <laughs> like, I never heard on. of Yuri Smeagol. Is that how you pronounce that? Eagle likes it. It's not Smash Cow? I, who knows? I have no idea. <laughs> so he's a Czech player. I'm not making fun of it. I just don't know how to speak. I don't speak any Eastern European languages, and I can never pronounce their names. So, uh, And they also signed uh, Nicholas Matinpalo, who was playing in Finland. And no, they have signed their 2022 third-round pick, Oscar Peterson. So, yep, so Oscar Peterson used to play piano. I was going to say that name sounds way <laughs> Actually, too familiar. It, I think it might be Pedersen, not Peterson. But anyway. Yeah. Isn't there a statue of him downtown by the NAC? In Toronto. Oh, it's in Toronto. Okay. Oh, is there? Yeah, I guess there is one in Ottawa, too. But there's one outside the CBC broadcast <coughs> of him yeah. as well. Right. So one reason that I'm very happy that Ryan Reynolds didn't win the team mm-hmm. is that Fanatics is, now has a 10-year contract in regards to the merchants. Oh. They're so bad. <laughs> it's so crap. Fanatics say, is so crap. They're, yeah, the I was wondering about that. quality is garbage. The supply is or the supply chain is garbage. Don't Maybe worry, we'll be better, guys. Than Adidas and anyone, everybody else. Now, is that a case of the NHL couldn't find anybody else? Yep, because Adidas said no thanks. Adidas said no renewal. thanks, and before them it was Reebok. Reebok, Reebok. and before them it was. Well, you got CC, CCM, CCM for how Bauer, many years? Yeah. Like, so all these hockey names, and now we're going to Nike. fanatics. Hmm. Mm. For, for 10 years. 10 years. Money. How? You can't sell anything. No. You can't produce it. It's not about fanatics making money. It's about the NHL getting fanatics money. They don't care whether they, they're sold a lot. They've already got their money. So get your jersey now. I yeah, know. that's exactly what you did. Like, fanatics just signed a 10-year deal. I think that day when I when bought a Sanderson the... jersey. <laughs> that's a good idea, actually. I probably should. I did. I might do that. I might drop by one. Good thing those. I didn't get a Debrinka one. Get one for a player who's going to be here for a while. Yeah. Make it a Stutzla or a Brady Kachuk or something like that. I wouldn't mind getting a Claude Giroux one, but he won't be here very much longer. So, hmm. unfortunately. I uh, want to do a little quick hit. <laughs> you never know. He's been freaking tremendous. <laughs> I agree. I, I hope he's here more than just next year. Yep. Because he played really well last year, and I think he brings <laughs> an awful lot not just in his ability to play on the ice. I think he brings a lot of other things to this team, which I'm very happy that he's here, and I would like him to stay. I'm, I, I, I will say that. Oh, he'll be with the org somehow anyway. No, I want to stay. I want him to oh, stay on as the a ice player. as long as he can. Yeah, yep. Big time. Yep. And he will. I think he will. I think he will for at least a little while. I hope so. Well, by the time that it ends, well, you should be a cup contender. Hopefully. Let's hope so. Two years from now. 
Um, quick other quick senators, ex senators around the league hits. Let's do those. Craig Anderson announced his retirement. I'm pretty sure he did that after he won that game. Yep. Fair. Yeah, I think he did actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we didn't cover that. Honk, yay! I'm retiring. <laughs> Fair enough. Good yeah, on, good it, was, on him. it was beautiful that it ended against the Senators. Yep, good on him. I'm happy for him. Yep, he was tremendous here. And a good guy. Played well, extended, yep, extended his, his career by a few years. Thank, honestly, thanks to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think, and he, and played well right up until the end. So mm-hmm. hey, he's not going out, going, I think he, he could have come back, yeah. I think he could have come back, but just decided against it. He's finished it, yeah. <laughs> Boro, maybe not the same. <laughs> but Boro retired too. Good on yeah. him. Good on him. Great guy. He's back in town. Yes. Uh, former Senator uh, Jason Spezza is now an AGM with Pittsburgh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Who's your GM? They don't have one yet. Oh. Yeah. He's an AGM, but they but don't have a GM. Is but their poho is Dubas. But their poho is Kyle Dubas because he wanted that level of power. So He, he didn't want Shanahan. He didn't want to answer to somebody. Well, he has to answer to somebody, but he didn't want to have somebody. You, as, no, but Fenway's like, you run it. Yes, but I mean, he he didn't want to have somebody constantly interfering, a la Shanahan. See, I'm surprised. I'll be completely honest. I'm really surprised that MLSE didn't say, hey, you know what, Dubas, you're out, and Shanahan, you're out too, because sure. he's your yep. guy. Yup. He's your guy. You've pushed him for years. You've pushed this idea and this idea, and your Shanna plan hasn't worked. And they want And they wanted him back. They wanted Dubas back. They just didn't like his... Um, his press conference. Shanna Plan turned Shanna Ban. But I'm. I. He's. And, go, does he have film on somebody? Like he's had so that? much rope in Toronto. Who? Shanahan. He's oh had yeah, so I don't get it. So much rope. I don't get it. And it, it, it's been his plan since before Dubas was brought in, mm-hmm. and they've achieved nothing. Now, if you're trying to tell me, they, they've team. made it the playoffs. Okay, they made the playoffs. And Great. They won around one. One. And then what happened? In twenty years, they made their dreams come true. Then, then why is Dubas gone? Because they didn't like his press conference. Yep. <laughs> Allegedly. So here's the Allegedly. thing: because if Keith is coming back and the core four is still there, you got rid of him because it was personal and nothing to do with hockey. Exactly. So if it, if you're getting rid of somebody because it's personal, you should be gone. Exactly. As you're, an executive, the person who's gone is not the person who should be gone. Correct. You're making personal personnel decisions based on personal feelings. Correct. And that makes no sense. And now I'm wondering because oh, what's his? I can't remember the guy's name, but the AGM who was the guy that wrote the cap, who's he now? It says well, he's an assistant GM with Toronto. I forget his name, but he was Dubis's assistant GM. Okay. In Toronto, mm-hmm. he is now running the draft. Pittsburgh GM position is vacant so i'm wondering if he's going to get this guy over to to pittsburgh because then he's got all his people outside of the coach but he's got mike johnson which is a great coach anyways yep um so he's got all of his same people that he had in toronto now in pittsburgh except he's the one that gets the final decisions he can move things quick and then they trade for matthews you don't trade for Matthews, you sign him. Sign him. So who are you going to get rid of? Malkin? They're getting nope. rid of themselves. You don't, no, no, not, you can't sign him this year. It's next year. But are you going to get rid of Malkin to sign Matthews? Malkin's contract I is would. up. I would. Now, he still has a year or two, doesn't he? 
I'm Hall trying to find Pittsburgh. I can't remember. I thought he, I thought his contract was up at the no. end of next season. End of next season, yes. Yeah. But not now. No. Well, neither is Matthew's contract up now. So at the end of next no. season. <laughs> am I wrong? Malkin's got three years left. Jake Gensel's got six million. And then it's also going to be like, okay, like we can't do the 14 mil now. Come on over. Play with Sid. You get Malkin as a winger. And that's if he doesn't trade for Nylander now. (laughs) (laughs) Which I can honestly see happen. It would make it would Toronto would like to unload that one. So, except who's making the deal? Shanahan. Shanahan won't make a deal with Dubas. Well, Shanahan's in charge, right? Because this is what the whole problem was. Exactly. So he won't make but a deal. With listen, Dubas. Brad Tree Living would never would never lose a pending UFA American player before signing him, would he? Oh, wait. like Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> like you're you're referring to Calgary here. Give me a second, dude. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Johnny Hockey. And is he American? Yep. It was why he went to Columbus to be close to home, even though it's not close at all. <laughs> Maybe it's the right <laughs> time zone. Like from New Jersey, but yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that time was zone a failure, over. but that's Yarmo. That's and, our Yarmo. <laughs> and and Yarmo Kekalainen is now hiring Mike Babcock. Figure that one out. <laughs> let's, let's see. If I can't get fired, let's see what else I can do. I, I, what do you have to do to get fired? Well, in Columbus, apparently a lot. Because he's been there for how many years? And he's been yarmowing for... So, <laughs> Yarmo got a Yarmo. I think that's what I texted you, wasn't it? I think so. It's <laughs> like, okay, he's hiring Mike Babcock yeah, because so his contract Babcock is now coaching Patrick Laine, and that's going to go great. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is Laine still under contract? Yeah. I thought he had signed only a one year. I don't know. You're making me do a lot of research. Well, that's my job, among others. He's got three years left. Really? Wow. Yeah, at 8.7. Okay, one more I'd like you to look up. Right wing, left wing. <laughs> well, <laughs> swap you out for Debrink Cat. You want to play in the States? Fine. Here you go. Here's Babcock. And one get, for one, baby. One for one. But Line a wouldn't come here. He wanted out of Winnipeg. Do you think he wants to come to Ottawa? He wanted out of Winnipeg. Is Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Winnipeg's a mess. True. Winnipeg is an absolute mess, and I think it's Blake Wheeler. Well, I would trade... I would trade to bring Cat for Patrick Line. Yep. Sure. I'd make that trade. Yep. Patrick Line with three well, years left? I yep. definitely make At 8. that 8. trade. 8.7? No problem. No problem. Second overall pick? No problem. His defensive game won't be any good, but that's fine. Well, well, he's trading Don't put him with. <laughs> we'll put him with Giroux and Stutzla. Put him with Batherson and. No, Batherson will play with Norris and Kachuk. Hopefully. And they were great together before. Yeah. So there's your top six. Shane Pinto is your third line center. Mm-hmm. That brings up another question, which Bruce mentioned briefly. What do you do with Alex Formanton? Who cares? Well, what can you do with him? You cannot. No, just don't qualify him. UFA. See yep. Right. Well, they Maybe. didn't qualify him last year. They did. Oh, they did, they and did. he didn't sign it. He didn't sign it, and then it's on a two-week renewal, and they never went back to him. Hmm. And they can't do that again this year. Why would you? You either trade the, you either deal with it, sign the player, or I release guess, the player or trade him. I guess they're waiting for the police. Who's going to trade him? 
Trade for him. Who's going to trade for him? Somebody in the U.S. Yarmo going to Yarmo. <laughs> so I was going to say somebody in the U.S. will because there's an awful lot of places. Toss in the him US. in with Debrinkat. Who cares? Okay, yeah. Debrinkat. Debrinkat and, and Formanton for Patrick Line and a second. Yeah. <laughs> Why the second? Because every good trade involves a second. Come on. We know this. It's one of the international rules. Well, because whatever. Yeah, because uh, was it Columbus also picked Provorov up from uh, Philadelphia? He's the one that wouldn't wear the oh, yeah. Pride jersey to start off that nightmare. <laughs> Could Branson sell us three years? <laughs> Yarmo's going to Yarmo. That's all I had to say when he saw Good Branson. Oh. I remember this. Like, why would you give this guy four years and four million? Because we're desperate to reach the cap floor. Four years? <laughs> oh. Yarmo gonna Yarmo. Yep. We should probably wrap this up sometime soon, but we wanted to talk at least briefly. Uh, you wanted to talk briefly. <laughs> I think. Wait, no, wait, wait, we do. Back. TSN twelve hundred. Oh, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. So yeah, they're doing a split ship. First off, a couple of people lost their jobs. Um, yeah, there was a big corporate downsizing at Bell. Yet well, again. yeah, twelve hundred. I think. Lost Hashtag jobs Bell. Let's talk. Well, whatever it's TS- business. TSN, whatever the Edmonton station and T- uh, the TSN gone. Edmonton station is gone completely. I think there's another radio station because others. We, Connor McDavid does not have a radio. Well, no, Corvus. Uh, the the play by play for the Edmonton Oilers was never on TSN in Edmonton. It was on a chorus radio station and another yeah, AM station. I don't know all these things, but I now all, yeah, the TSN twelve hundred is playing a split shift now. Yeah, I, what are they doing between twelve and whatever? ESPN, I think. Okay, so the same stuff they do in the evening. Yeah. So they only oh have eight, eight hours God. of local. Eight, only have eight hours of local content a day. Horrid. More Jim. I actually Rome. like some. No, it's no. Not actually, it's, uh, so the the drives gonna be two hours now. The drives only two. Four to six. Four. Yeah. So people who leave work before four, huh? okay. yeah, which is all the government. Yeah, true. I live in downtown. Rush hour starts at two thirty in the afternoon. Trust me, I know. Yeah, it's tough that one today. Um. So they're doing six to ten and two four to, to six. S- four to six. Four to six. And then what a mess! Football games and yeah, I had game. it on this afternoon, and they were just talking about golf. I'm like, oh come on! Well, there's nothing else to talk no, about. Never mind. Like just there's nothing else to talk about. Like this is the this is the dog days of there's not much going on. They were talking about the U.S. Open because the U.S. Open was a big thing over the weekend. But I mean, when when you talk about Todd Todd White's lunch or TV show, yeah, see, I, I never minded that because I liked Todd White. I thought he was fun. Oh, I thought he was great too. But talk to him about hockey. Yeah, they would. Like when he would cover practice, my God, he would break things down fantastically. So there, the the local TSN radio station is now down to six hours of local programming a day. Wow. And probably only Monday to Friday. They'll have some local shows on the weekend. Like Kevin Haynes' show on Saturday will still be there. And uh, Offside will be on on some evenings with uh, Eric yeah. McAmela, but not a whole lot. So it's just a matter of time. Probably, mm-hmm. but I mean that's just the that's just the world. It's, of radio. it's the way it is. That's the world of radio. So many places are downsizing and downsizing. It's unfortunate, but uh, it's just uh, there's going to be such a lack of local, locally produced content mm-hmm. for this, even for the senators next year. I mean, there's going to be six hours of talk on them a day maximum. Well, they'll why, they'll do. That's the why we're here. That's why we're here. So, so yeah. we'll see you in like November. We're not going anywhere. Huh? <laughs> We'll do a pre preseason show in yeah well in October. I got the draft next week, so we'll see. We got the draft next week, and then free agency right afterwards. So I don't know if we'll do two shows or one. I don't know. We we normally do one. Yeah, I, I don't expect much. 
Unless something big. Well, happens. the draft is going to be fairly minimal. I think we might end up with a goaltender. Like that's the thing. If you're getting the first round pick, you got to swap it out and get me a goalie. We need a goalie. Yes, I'm not arguing that. I don't think I don't want to see Matt Sogard in Ottawa except as a fill in for an injury. I don't want to see him here next year. Hellebuck? Yeah, it's not right. I, well, Bruce told us no. Told me no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why? Carter Hurt. Uh, he, he just doesn't want to be here. I'm American also. Oh. So it's kind of hard to. Carter Hart's. If you go to Winnipeg, right? It's it's like. You, you take your out, you go from Winnipeg to Ottawa. It's not necessarily what you really want. Well, it, it all depends on what the market for him is. Oh, we'll no, he's a Vezina candidate every year. Yeah. LA well, needs a goalie. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. How about Robin Leonard? He's so hurt. Exactly. But we could we could take him and put him on LTIR for cap relief. What? <laughs> from Vegas? Are you ridiculous? No. They need That's to. They need they to get rid of him. So I think so. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have their young star and the guy who played all the way through the playoffs for them, or Hill. mostly Hill. Hill. I am horrified that Tory Hans is going to give him like a five-year deal for Aiden Hill. Mm. Never know. It's like no, you won by mistake. <laughs> like just you won by mistake. You this never is know. a Hamburglar all over again, except he won by mistake. Yep. We'll see what happens. Okay. Anything else? Grind gears. Get out. You know what really grinds my gears? You are up. Me? A couple things. Oh. Uh, one is when you post something for sale on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I know where this is going. And what message do you get? Hi, is this still available? Why don't you read the ad? Ghost. No, because it could, it could sell. Huh. Well, in my ad, I usually say if this is up, it's still available. I'm not leaving it there if it's if not available. But that's that's fine because it's one of the automated things. Where, like, they, they, they just hit, they just hit, hit the button. Mash that. Is this available? Button. Button. Smash that button. And then disappear. Don't yeah. even answer. Yep. What's the cost? It's available, yes. It's in the ad. Yeah. It's in the ad. Would you take this? It's in the ad. Can you deliver it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that one. But here's the one that grinds my gear with hockey-related. is uh, It's been a while, but the watching on TV and sports sense of doing this. The, Bob Cole used to do this, too. And I really noticed it in the Florida versus Toronto series. When Toronto's breaking out, it is... And here comes Nylander coming over the line. He's got Marner with him. And, you know, like that kind of tenure. And then when Florida's driving the other way, and this, I'm not saying he's calling it for the home ice. Uh, it is always, look out. Here comes Florida. Look out. And of course listen, he's calling it for the home fans. But he kept doing that all the time. Like every yep. time it was like, this team is like, and here they come. And like, and look out. Look out. Here comes Florida. Here comes in. Kachuk. Look out. You are familiar with Sportsnet, right? <sighs> I'm sadly Toronto? familiar with. Toronto, Sports Toronto, Night. Toronto, Toronto. The pe- the te- the people who will have a national broadcast with Ottawa and somebody else, and who are they talking about during the intermission? Austin Matthews. Yes. Because it's all about Toronto. So it's all about, oh, 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 this isn't good for Toronto. Look out. Not really surprising. I agree with you 100%, but really annoying. And then, really very And then Ron McLean's gotten beyond annoying, too. It's like, you know, he I no, I don't even pay attention. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I didn't really it's, watch. It's time to go. I didn't watch the playoffs. I listened to a few games here and there, but I didn't watch them, so I wasn't really paying attention. Just, like he, I've had way too much going on. He, yeah. he would just segue into stuff that non-hockey people care about. It's just like, uh, well, <laughs> okay. you know, the Senators, Oscar Peterson, and like the great Oscar Peterson, and back in this, then and then the Queen, and Elvis, and the Hong Kong. Oh my God, that was so weird. <laughs> okay, from the first game of the season, like, the hell? I've had enough of this. 
Uh, but I'm going to go next because yeah, I only got to pee. Uh, <laughs> Does that grind your gears? Wow. Yeah. I'm glad they were home now because TSA agents think they're God. Usually. What did you run into? So, and the thing is, because they act like it's the same everywhere. It's not. Depending on the machine, because it's like, you got to take your bags out. Take your In the States, it's always take your shoes off. That one we know. But it's like, start to take the, the, the clear bag of liquids out. And like, no, everything stays in your bag. It's like, leave everything in your bag. Don't make me waste my breath. <laughs> I'm sorry, Excuse sir. me. Who do you think you ever talk to people like that? Uh, barely, barely paid above minimum wage and have to put up with a lot of people's bullshit. Probably. Actually, not probably. Definitely. You're introducing yourself like that? That's not very friendly. Nope. But I've had to put up with 17 assholes already today. So I've had it with uh, the general public. So I'm just going to treat them all the yeah, same so way. because uh, Yeah. Well, that's what I get paid for. Didn't you like try to smuggle in more toothpaste than you're supposed to? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Can't say. <laughs> yes or no <laughs> that's funny well I got it in clearly anything else <laughs> that was great it's like so what do you want to do with it do you want to junk it or do you want to check it like, I want to check my <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna toothpaste check one tube of toothpaste please get the sticker on it comes down the belt and everything <laughs> the other bag comes by smashes it gets toothpaste all over somebody's suitcase That'll I gotta go claim well. it now <laughs> that'll go well mine will be quick I promise so I know you need to be um I was going to say potholes because it's that it was that season. If we had been if we had been on time, but I'm not going there because I've already done potholes. Uh, what really grinds my gears are two things. The first one is the term pre-scouting. <laughs> it's you. what you do before you scout. It's been it's eleven years. It's something you do before you scout them. Yes. Or it's the scouting that you do before the game. So if you're pre-scouting, why are you scouting? It makes it's it's one of those terms that has become used become common in the lexicon of people talking about hockey it's not pre-scouting it's just scouting should be pre-fired for that it's just scouting really bugs me because it makes absolutely no sense but what really grinds my gears are rental or like uh, uh, yeah rental electric scooters the ones where you can go in and oh. with, the, with the little app and you know, hire your scooter Talk for an hour and run around LA. downtown yeah those things should be banned when they're left on the sidewalk so wheelchairs can't pass by. Can, yes. Can you leave them anywhere here? Because I know like in greater LA, <coughs> depends. you just leave them wherever you want. Yeah. That's you, the whole selling well, point. You, you're it depends. Su- is it available? <laughs> you're supposed to not leave them anywhere, but people do leave them anywhere. Okay. But I was almost late getting here tonight because I was... Here's your local reference. I was driving your down... Your scooter ran out of juice? No. I was driving down Lion Street <laughs> at about... Eight kilometers an hour in a big lineup of cars behind five people on scooters who were driving down the middle of the street because they didn't want to stick to the bike lane. That's a convoy. And they were they were you know weaving back and forth and having a whole lot of fun and they thought it was hilarious that there was all these cars behind them. If this was Florida, they would have gone shot. Well, these are the same people who will go the wrong way on a one-way street Mm. constantly. I'm convinced, convinced. That the majority of the people who use them do not have a driver's license. Yeah, because they don't know the rules of the road. Well, they don't have They're one. Probably and, and be- not sober either. No, I mean, people use them all the time during the day in downtown. I live in downtown. There, People use them all the time during the day. But 
there's a phenomenal number of people who just don't think about anything other than what they want to do. They aren't aware of cars. They aren't aware of driving rules, nothing. And they just seem to think that the world revolves around them and the rules of the road don't apply. Freedom. Well, that's great until you someone with a 2,600-pound steel box smacks into you because you cut in front of them because you're going the wrong way on a one-way street and you cut, you cut a traffic light. And quite frankly, I'm a cyclist, I'm a pedestrian, and I drive a car. If I hit one of these people, I'll sleep fine at night. <laughs> I will. It won't be on my conscience because I can't drive defensively for all of them. And if I hit one, it's unfortunate. I don't want to, but I'll sleep fine. That's where it's come to because I live in the downtown core and I have to deal with these things every summer and I have to deal with these people every night. And I'm just sick of them. And that's all I have to say, Your Honor. That's pretty much all I have to say about <laughs> Your that. Your Honor. That's right. <laughs> Any questions? Yeah. <laughs> Dismissed. Thank you. Appreciate that. Case closed. Exactly. This girl was in her working clothes. I was an old man. Um, we'll be back. We'll be back sometime. in the not-too-distant future. It really won't be three months unless something cat- catastrophically bad happens. Which oh, I really hope it won't. I was screwed. Which I really hope it won't happen. Um, we have the draft coming up. We have free agency. So we'll we'll do our summer episode and anything else that comes up in the next little while. Yeah. Um, thank you all very much for your patience in how long it took us to get to this episode. It did take an awful long. We did try on several occasions. Yep. And it just didn't work out. So on behalf of uh, Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening, for waiting for us. And we will be back before too long. Good night. Hearts on fire